to Healthy Energy with Margot. In our show, we explore the various ways we can connect to our energy and shift our perspective to create change in our being and in life. Now, here is your host, Margot Nielsen. Well, good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, depending on where you are and when you might be listening to this. Welcome to Healthy Energy with Margot. I am so excited to be starting this journey with you and Voice America. How lucky am I? In January, I was in Phoenix on business with Secret, which is part of what I do, and was very honored to be able to go to the Voice America studio and meet many of the staff there. You truly are an amazing group of people, and I so appreciate everything that you have done for me, especially my executive producer, Camille Nash. You have been a godsend to me. How did I get so lucky to have you? I really have no idea how Voice America has found me, but here I am sharing with you. I'd also like to thank the universe for the big nudge in stepping forward for me to step forward more fully into me. Have you ever had that where things show up, opportunities come along, and you didn't even know that's what you were asking for? I feel like this was one of those. And I invite you to come along with me and step more fully into you. What else is possible when we allow ourselves to show up and share that with each other? This is my premium episode of Healthy Energy with Margot which is a show where we will explore various topics on wellness, providing you with tools and tips that you can use to assist in committing to you and your life and why making you the priority is so very important. Today's topic is, are you the priority in your life? And we will get to that. But first, I'd like to share a little bit about myself so you get to know me, my background, and what got me to here. I am married to my wonderful husband, and we've been married for 32 years. And you'll get to hear from him next week as he will be my guest sharing his story. We have two amazing growing kids. Our daughter lives with us and my son now lives in Kelowna. We have a lively, energetic dog who you might hear in the background from time to time as we are live from my house. And he does like to bark and share, show his presence. We live in Surrey, BC, Canada, which is closer to Vancouver. Some of you might recognize that more than Surrey. I have my own business, Healthy Energy, and my office is in my home. I got started in the health and wellness field 22 years ago. It was really from my own health and feeling the need to do something more that got me started. Many years ago, before I knew much about wellness, I was having trouble with nasal polyps and didn't have a sense of smell. So I went to an ear, nose, and throat specialist where I was given three choices. One, I could have the polyps cut out. They'll grow back. Thanks for that tip. I had done this already once, so I didn't want to do it again. Two, I could be on nose spray for the rest of my life. This didn't seem like a very good option to me. Or three, take drugs. Well, I didn't know much back then and thought the drugs sounded like the easiest way to do things, so that's what I chose. It was only for two weeks. It was a pretty hefty-duty drug, and the next day I could smell and thought, wow, this is amazing. Who knew things could smell so good? Or maybe not so good. But you know what? After two months, I was back to square one. So I started to do some more research. I went to a naturopath, got some help there, and continued looking into other things I could do for my own health. Reflexology had intrigued me as my cousin had gone to see someone and had shared her experience with me. My husband and I used to do foot massages, so I got a book out on reflexology and started working on my husband's feet thinking that I had to cause pain by pressing really hard on the points. I was thinking, I don't think I could do this or my thumbs would wear out. Yet I liked the whole idea of reflexology. 
That year, my sister for Christmas gave my husband and I reflexology certificates, and I got to experience it for the first time. Oh, man, did I enjoy my session, and I wanted to know more and thought this maybe could be something I could do. Around this time, our financial advisor was over, and he said we did very well with what we had, and maybe it was time that I could do more. Well, he knew me well enough he could get away with saying this. Thank goodness. At the time, I was a stay-at-home mom and was doing a craft business where I held a couple of open houses each year. It was great for a while, made money for Christmas, but it was seasonal for me. So after my financial advisor's comment, I started looking into taking a reflexology course. And I went to an open house at Douglas College near us and decided, hey, let's sign up. And I started a couple months later. My intention was to take the course and to start a business, which is exactly what I did. And Healthy Energy was born. It was perfect because I could work from home. Thank goodness when we bought our house, it had a room in the basement, which is where I see my clients. When I started, my kids were young, my daughter four and my son eight. So I thought this was an ideal setup. I could be at home, go on their field trips, be there to drop them off to school and have a business. Reflexology was where I first got started and I call it my true love in the healing arts. I was amazed at what it did for me as I was taking the course. I could feel my sinuses draining and things just work better overall. I was fascinated in the beginning, and you know, I still am, at the relationship between the points and the feet, the connection to the body, and what it can do for you. This is one topic we will explore more about on our journey together, as I love sharing about reflexology, giving reflexology sessions, and of course, receiving it. I like to walk my talk. As I tell my clients, it's more beneficial to have regular sessions, and I like to do the same. Next, I took a ear Canley course. I didn't know much about it, but a lady who I took my reflexology with... She wanted to do it and knew the teacher and it was available, so I thought, why not? Sometimes, well, maybe a lot of the times, I just go where I feel called and don't need to know too much. Then Reiki came along. My friend's mom was a Reiki master and she wanted to practice on someone, so my friend and I volunteered. And off we went to Whistler to have our first attunement with Reiki. What beautiful energy to work with and what a gift I received from this as it was such a wonderful weekend. I remember when I came home, my husband said how relaxed I looked. And it was a time of great growth. I had many things go on after that. (laughs) It was fun. Along the way, I found a body of work called The Way of the Heart. A lady had come into our Reflexology Association meeting and gave a talk on it. I was intrigued and took the beginning course. I wanted to take more of their courses, and I used the tools I learned to create some money to take these classes. And lo and behold, you know, the money came in for me to take the classes. This money was from a job I had done a number of years prior, and it was for equal pay. Not only did I receive one check, but two. How cool is that? And, you know, it came from the government. (laughs) So they do honor themselves at times. I went on to take a number of their courses and still some of still use some of the courses, or sorry, the tools that I learned to this day. I met a lady there who was also a Reiki master, and she inspired me to take a few more levels with this. Each time I've added to what I've learned, I feel like my sessions with my clients go to a deeper, deeper level. Then I got interested in herbology, and I took a couple of courses just out of interest, then went on to take the full certificate program. One of the courses we had to do was a project with the herbs. So I decided to combine the two, reflexology and herbs, and made products that I could use in my practice. I grew the herbs in my garden, and I would make the herbal infusions and then make lotions or sprays or salves. I've always enjoyed my creative days playing with this. I discovered the essential oils along with the herbs and had some fun learning and playing with them. 
And of course, they went into my products. At one point, I even worked in an essential oil store part-time. I'd like to share with you a story about herbs and essential oils and how I use them to help my own health. I had gone to the doctor for a routine checkup, and I didn't go very often, so he decided to take some blood tests, which showed my white blood cell count was quite high. He was concerned and said he thought it could be leukemia, and we would monitor it. This was a bit scary to hear. He sent me for an ultrasound and saw an oncologist. One of my sisters, who is a nurse, and another one was working at a doctor's office, looked at our my reports and thought maybe the numbers were high because I was I had been sick. So I decided to look at my herbs, see what I could take for myself, and I made an essential oil blend and all of this to boost my immune system. Well, when I went back to the oncologist, I decided I wasn't going back there anymore. I saw the report and I knew my blood counts were all in normal range. Yet he kept going on about the leukemia and a bone marrow transplant. I wasn't having any of that. I was very grateful for my sisters for helping me to understand how to read these reports. And of course, I didn't have leukemia. I tell you this so you know where I come from. Sometimes doctors and their treatments are exactly what is needed. So please do whatever is necessary for you. I've had other scares and have certainly used what they recommend. And I like to explore other options for myself and see what else is possible. Another modality I added to my repertoire was Indian head massage. A fellow reflexologist introduced this to me and shared it with me at one of our meetings. I was a lucky recipient. Remember, before the session, I had a ton of things going through my head. I was the president of our association, so I had a meeting to run and books and t-shirts to sell. Well, I sat down and had only one thought left. It was awesome. I did spend seven years on the Reflexology Association board with three of those as the president, and I am still a member and help out when I can. I remember one day feeling kind of down and had been listening to a webinar. It was February, so not the nicest time of year. And when I listened to this, I just loved the energy of what I was hearing. This was my first introduction to Access Consciousness. I decided right then I wanted to know more, so started looking online, reading about it, and then just happened upon a pamphlet at my chiropractor's. I contacted the lady, and a couple later, a couple weeks later, I took a bars class, and wow, I was hooked. As I said, reflexology was my first true love. I'd say access is my next one. Access consciousness is a set of tools that empower you to be you. The bars is the beginning class, and they help clear out the junk in your head, similar to like defragging the computer, only you're doing it to your brain. You feel more clear after session for just one thing. Access is about asking questions and empowering you to know that you know. Throughout our time together, you will hear me ask questions like, who does this belong to, or what else is possible? How does it get any better than this? These are from Access Consciousness. I love it so much, I continued to take a number of classes and then decided to become a BARS facilitator. Now I facilitate BARS classes and host BARS exchanges in my home. Guess what? This is another topic I'll be sharing with you. Throughout the years, I've sought out different companies and products for myself and clients. I joined a few network marketing companies, some just so I could get a discount on the products and others to be able to share with my clients. One day, I'd gone to my sister-in-law to share about one of the companies I was doing, and I remember leaving her place wishing I'd joined with her and what she was doing. My son had been interested in having something to make money on the side and looked at what I was doing and what my sister-in-laws were doing. When he decided to go with them, I thought, why not? So I partnered with the family and Secret Direct, where we bring the skincare from the Dead Sea to you, and soon we're adding an addition to our nutrition line. I love to share the products as once you experience them, you see and feel the difference. If you'd like to know more or would like to try them out, please contact me. Caring for your skin is one topic we will 
explore more. Another company I joined is Young Moving Oils. Actually, I joined because I wanted the diffuser and it just made sense to get the starter kit. It's more for me, yet I love to, I do love to share, so who knows? I met a lady at a networking event who has a vast amount of knowledge of these oils and such a passion for sharing. I'm inviting her to be one of our hosts to share that with you. I also carry the Sierra water pitchers as I love the alkaline antioxidant water. And I like what it does for me. As you can see in my business, I like a variety. I am a seeker and I love to learn new things and ways I can add to my business and what I can offer my clients and, of course, my own for my own personal growth. I love being my own boss. Sometimes I felt guilty along the way spending time away in the money. A long time ago, one of my sisters had said to me, I was showing my kids it's okay for me to be a mom and continue to do for me. That stuck with me as it is important to do for ourselves. Throughout our 13 weeks together, I will be sharing things I've learned, healing modalities I love, and ways to be the best of you. We will have conversations about the power of mind, access consciousness, reflexology, essential oils, caring for your skin, body and movement, our space, relationships, money, and more. I invite you to join me and my guests as we share our passions on this topic. Today's show is about are you the priority? Are you making time for you? What does that even mean? When we come back, we will explore more about our priorities. Looking forward to the next segment. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Are you finding your frequency? It can be described as that space between failure and success. It's the future of digital media. It's finding your voice. It's engaging topics, content, and ideas. Jeff and Ryan discuss the digital media space and all of its aspects. It's about making the mistakes, taking the chances, summoning the intestinal fortitude to step out of your comfort zone, and discovering what you can accomplish when you decide to try, decide to learn, decide that you have something to say, and find your frequency. Why? Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. You probably don't spend too much time talking about that place down there. Why not? There's now a show where that's mostly what we talk about and so much more. It's the Womb Happy Hour with host Lorraine Giordano. It's all about your body and the magical power you possess. Guys, you might want to tune in too. There's no reason to be squeamish. Listen for the Womb Happy Hour, broadcasting live every Wednesday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time and 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. There is a difference in health and wellness programs. There can be mainstream programs, and then there is something extra. That something extra is called tips to keep you healthy, happy, and motivated with your host, Kristen Harper. If you want to hear some behind-the-scenes talk radio when it comes to health and wellness, the why as well as the how, be sure to tune in each week. This show will inspire you to be healthy and happy for life as well as become the best version of yourself. Listen Tuesdays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Health and Wellness. 
Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. You are listening to Healthy Energy with Margo. We'd love to connect with you on the program today. Call us at 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. Or send an email to healthyenergy at shaw.ca. Now, back to Healthy Energy with Margo. Here again is Margo Nielsen. Welcome back to Healthy Energy with Margo. So let's dive into our topic for today. Are you the priority in your life? What does that even mean, you as the priority? Priority does mean something of importance. How important are you to you? I wonder. Have you ever done for everyone and everything else and forgot yourself in the process? Maybe you felt like you even lost yourself. I know sometimes I've done that, and I have a song that sometimes pops into my head. Little girl lost, little girl found. And I still sometimes feel like I lose myself in the process, or I do for everybody else. Life is busy. I get it. Sometimes more so at times than others. And there's so much to be accomplished in a day. We are all so connected with texting and being on social media, which is fabulous, but we got to know when to turn it off at times. So what happens to us when everyone else is the priority? Some of the things I've observed in my clients and myself or have had conversations about is feeling overwhelmed, exhausted, tired, stressed, or burnt out. I'm sure some of you can relate. It's not just me. I remember as a young mom the feeling of overwhelm, thinking I had so much to do and not enough energy to do it all. One night I was in bed reviewing my day. It was a busy day with a long list of things to do, and here I was focusing on the one thing I didn't get done, and I felt awful about myself. Not very good. Not good enough. Then, for whatever reason, I chose to switch it up, and I looked at all the things I had accomplished, and oh my goodness, I was so amazed how much I'd actually gotten done. I invite you to do this for yourself. Each day, look at what you have accomplished and be grateful for what you were able to do. Truly acknowledge yourself. This is a start in making yourself a priority. It is also a kindness to you. I'm very big on people being kind to themselves. I often say we need to be like our own best friend. We are kinder to our friends sometimes than to ourselves. Pay attention to your self-talk. Is it encouraging or not? Having a gratitude journal is a great idea as it focuses on our what is good in our life. And believe me, there is lots when we look at it. One of my clients years ago gave me the idea to keep or write down the compliments that people gave me. I thought this was a great idea and added it to my gratitude journal. One thing that I could be grateful for me in a day or something that I had accomplished. While preparing for this show, I found this book that I had kept from years ago and I read some of the cards or notes that I received. When you aren't feeling so good, this can be a great pickup knowing that you made a difference, that there are, these are just some ideas that you can have as you go along. You can listen and what, what resonates with you, play with it. One of my favorite tools now is when things come up such as overwhelm is I ask myself, does this belong to me? And what else is possible? When I clear out what isn't mine and see it from a different perspective, it can help me shift it. Maybe you have young kids, maybe they're grown, or maybe your grandparents and help out with the grandkids. Anyone with kids 
or have been around them knows it takes a lot of time and energy to raise them. This can place a big demand on family. There's school and more and more it's the norm to have them in ex- extra activities, sports, etc. This means after work rushing home to have a quick meal or on the run and off to the activity. Years ago, both our kids were playing baseball and my husband was a coach of both teams. We played six to seven days a week and it was a lot. It sure was a lot of fun, but it was a big time commitment. Not a lot of left, not a lot of time left over for us. Maybe you have aging parents, or you're a caregiver to your partner. One of my clients came in for his first session and said that I was it, his support system. His wife had to mention he was her caregiver. He was able to share with me and say things he normally wouldn't. He had two kids, but didn't like to bother them. This was an eye opener eye-opener to me as our parents don't always like to ask for help especially in the beginning when they start not being able to do everything they used to I admired this client as he was seeking something for him to help him in the process he started with me and then he joined a support group he also liked learning new things and was very creative he even joined a photography group he taught me a lot even though he had his hands full at home he still made himself a priority and did things for himself I've always enjoyed our conversations and my sessions with him. He's been gone for a number of years now, and I miss him dearly. I know dementia is a tough one. It requires a considerable amount of patience, and if you're looking after someone with this, make sure you have a support system in place. Other people to take over for a bit. Share the responsibility with family. Have friends to talk to and take time out for yourself. It is hard to watch as our parents age, and they require more help. Fortunately, in my family, there are five of us, and we all had our role to play with our mom and dad. We had living caregivers in the later years, so our parents were able to stay in their home, which was awesome. My mom loved her garden, so it was nice to be able to have the caregivers. One of them loved to do her gardening for her. My in-laws, there's 10 of them, so they were able to have both their parents stay in their home and share in that responsibility. This is awesome when you have a big family, and it may not be the case. It may be you're the only one. And I certainly admire the ones that be able to do that. I have one client that she works full time, looks after her mom and dad. And I truly honor the gift that she brings to them and to the world. And I'm happy to be the one that she might come to me and be looked after. It's a very rewarding thing to do. Work in our jobs can continue to be more demanding. Not enough staff are just piling more on work. I hear that from my family. I hear that from when I go into the corporate offices doing reflexology and chair massage. And I've watched many people continue to have more and more added to their workload. Sometimes the fear is there that if they don't do it or they speak out about it, they won't have a job. This can contribute to an amazing amount of stress, working long hours, not taking time for ourselves, not eating well or not at all, not having the energy for anything or feeling not good enough. How much fun is that? Maybe you could take a walk at lunch just to get up and get away for a few minutes, maybe even taking a few deep breaths. As I do my reflexology in offices, I start with having clients take a few breaths just to get them to focus on themselves and let go for a while. This can make a big difference. Companies that bring in reflexology and chair massage show their staff that they care about their well-being. On those days, people will come to work so attendance can be up. Commuting is another thing that can take its toll on people. For me, the commute down the stairs is great. Love it. Or when I'm out of a corporate office, it's usually just a few minutes away. I couldn't imagine driving two to three hours a day to get to and from work. I've seen what it can do for people. One week as my friend Chris Stormer was here for her seminar, I did have to be driving in rush hour traffic for three days in a row. I know that's not much, but by day three, I was done. When I got home, I didn't even care if I ate. 
So those of you who drive and commute, huge kudos to you. Put on some good music and do some car dancing, as my daughter would say. Or use your car as a university and put on something to learn from. Transit is an option. My husband does it, and I know it has its drawbacks too. It can be busy. Sometimes it doesn't work. Maybe you have your own business. This can take a big amount of time and energy as well, not to mention learning new things. It's great to be your own boss. I wouldn't trade it for anything, but it also can have a drawback. I work from home, so work is always here. It's up to me to turn it off and do something else, and some days that isn't always easy. Along the way, I felt it would be easier just to go to work and be done at the end of the day. Then I remember what it was like to work for someone else and think, nope. That's not for me. Yes, I wasn't always my own boss. I had a few jobs before I had kids and remember the days of getting up and going to work. Sometimes the bosses that weren't so kind. I much prefer what I do now. It's very rewarding working with people and helping them to see a different side of life and be the feel-good appointment. Have you ever felt like you can't relax? Sometimes we get going and going and can't turn it off. I know I've been there too where it's hard to stop and just be. We have a place at Black Mountain Ranch, and I used to feel in the first couple of days that feeling of not knowing how to relax, and I would be up, down, up, down. The past couple of years, this has shifted, and now I can just be. I love sitting in the morning with a cup of coffee, reading, checking emails, or just playing on my phone. Sometimes I think I should. That's a nasty word. Get up and get moving, yet I'm learning it's okay to enjoy a bit of time, and I give myself permission to do this. After all, I work for myself and set my own hours. Maybe we're just plain worn out, getting sick regularly or have very little energy, all the while continuing to do some, do everything, wondering when we can stop. This might be when the body says, I've had enough, and have you stop by getting sick. We all need some time to give ourselves time. Yeah, we all need some time to enjoy ourselves, time with family and friends. Give yourself permission to do this. One of the courses I took, they told us there's four aspects to think about us, our relationship to God or spirit or whatever that is, partners and kids. So often we put the kids first and our partners, the relationship with God or spirit and forget all about ourselves. Ideally, it should be us first, God or spirit, our partners and our kids. It's something to strive for. Something... 2017 was a very different year for me. At the beginning of the year, people were saying, oh, it's going to be a great year. I'm thinking, no, it's not, as my mom was in the hospital, and she passed away in January. With this came many responsibilities, for there's lots that need to be done when somebody passes away. We had our service to plan, snow to navigate through in a three-story house to clean out and sell, as well as the rest of the state. There were five, five of us to share in this responsibility, thank goodness. They were all the first without our mom. I sure do miss her. She had such grace and dignity, and I always was so happy to see me when I came for a visit. She taught me so much about going with the flow of life. Bless you, mom and dad, too. I miss you both. For myself, I had lots going on to decide upon, a business to run, a dog who decided it would be smart to eat something that got stuck and required surgery. At one point, I thought I can only decide on these things, a few things. We needed a tree cut down as it was disease. I was organizing the course for my friend Chris. I needed to book the room and and book a room for a class I was taking. Even as I say this, it feels crazy, but I made it through that part and thought, I'm not going to decide anything more until after the summer. Well, that didn't last long as we thought it was time to get a dishwasher after not having one for a year. So there was shopping and researching on appliances. This went on for the year. I was what I call operating in robot phase, staying up late, not getting enough sleep, 
not eating that great and not feeling quite like myself. Then in December, I decided enough was enough and it was time to commit to me and get back to exercising and taking care of myself. So I made the commitment to myself that I'm to be the priority in my life. As I do this, I encourage others to do the same. We are important. And when we do for ourselves, we are able to do for others. So those are some of the things that go on when we aren't making ourselves a priority. There is more, but you get the idea and it might be different for you. Sometimes life hands you curveballs and it's okay to carry on for a while. And then one day you get a wake up call and, and you get back on track. So when we come back, we're going to talk on what are our priorities. Check them out, see what we can do with them. So we will go to a break and then we'll come back and talk about our priorities. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Too many times, the medical profession tries to treat addicts with addictive medication. It's like putting them in a chemical straitjacket. This only masks the problem, but does nothing to cure it. The allopathic model for treating addiction has turned out to be a huge failure. The holistic model holds much more promise for treating and curing addiction. On Total Health Recovery, from addiction to super health. Join host Sadhu Khalsa and his guests to learn about treatments and services that work. Learn how to heal yourself and transform your life. Listen Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Health & Wellness. Addiction can affect our relationships, our families, our home, and work lives. But most importantly, ourselves. The recovery process can do wonders in the lives of people suffering from active addiction and also for those that love them. It's not just 12-step programs, but so much more. It's learning how to live life on life's terms. If you can relate to these issues or love someone who does, start with yourself. Start by tuning in to Miracles in Recovery with host Ray Lynch, Mondays at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Hope is in your corner. Today's woman faces a stressful world when it comes to staying healthy. We are bombarded by media messages with contradicting ideas about fitness and nutrition. We need to keep our diet, relationships, and stress in check. It's time to get the right message and have the most fun. Join hosts Andrea Beeman, Lisa Lutan, and Michelle Fenighaus for Healthy View Radio. It's health and happiness in one show every Thursday at noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Health & Wellness. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. You are listening to Healthy Energy with Margot. We'd love to connect with you on the program today. Call us at 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. Or send an email to healthyenergy at shaw.ca. Now, back to Healthy Energy with Margot. Here again is Margot Nielsen. Welcome back to Healthy Energy with Margot. So now we're going to talk about what are our priorities. Do we even know what they are? 
that's what we're going to explore. Years ago, I did an online course, and into the ninth month, we were asked to write down everything we did in a day and how much time we were spending on each thing. That included everything from showering to getting ready to bed and everything in between. This was to give us a sense of where and how we spent our time. I encourage you to do this exercise and do it with a sense of exploring. Then we were right to write down what our priorities were in life. Have a look at these. Where were we spending our time and did it match what we thought our priorities were? I know for me it was sure an eye-opener. I played with what my priorities were and then I scheduled my time accordingly. Changed it up a little bit. I sure got lots done in that time and carried on doing this for quite a long time. But like anything, I'll do it for a while and then life can come in or it just doesn't feel like fun anymore, so I move on. Well, a couple of months I was reintroduced to this idea. With Secret, we have weekly training calls and this was the topic for one night. Time management. Writing down everything we spend time on. What are our priorities? And are we doing what we truly want? So I've been having a, a relook at this and scheduling in things more. Again, it's an eye-opener when I can write out my week and think, oh, I haven't even included something that I thought was a priority. Some days I like to be on a schedule and other days I just got to throw it all out there and follow the energy of and doing what's fun for me. So are you wondering maybe what your priorities are? I've written mine down a number of times over the years and I did it recently again. And, I, you know, as even though I was committing to myself, I was amazed that I wrote my name lost on the list. It was a very good awareness. So what are priorities? I've worked with a number of people along the way and some of the categories that they had suggested were personal growth and development, spiritual, marriage, family, business or work, friends, social time, money management, contribution. Yours can be whatever you choose. I'd say in mine are now me first. And that involves a number of things. Exercising is important to me. I like moving my body. Might be doing the elliptical, might be doing one of the programs I have, might be yoga. Most days I go walking with my dog Bentley so he can get his exercise. It's also a good time for my husband and I to talk over our day. This morning I did my exercise, I sat in the sauna, and I had a bit of a spa morning preparing for today so I would feel good. I also like to read, take time out to stop and breathe, and have some quiet time just for me. I like time with my husband. It's important to us. I love to have coffee in the morning with him, share what we're going to do about the day or when, when he's here. Not every morning do we get to do that, so I really value when we do get to do that. I like having a glass of wine in the evening, sitting and just chatting about our day. We certainly enjoy our trailer at Black Mountain Ranch, where we can golf and relax with our friends. Family time is important to me too, especially with my kids. My daughter lives at home, so it's a bit easier to see her. We enjoy walking the dog, talking, watching our shows together. My son is in Kelowna, so it's not as often that we get to spend time together. Oh God, Christian, I miss you. <laughs> Thank goodness for talking and texting. And now we have a place to go and visit. I like time with my sisters, my brother, my sister-in-law, it's my family. Lunches with my sister, maybe hanging out. In January, three of us got together to play remotely and honor my mom. It was a lot of fun just connecting and being together. And it's important. Sometimes I get going too many times and forget that I need time out too. Time with friends. It's important to spend time with your friends. You get to laugh, play games, relax, learn things. This is a category that I'm looking to spend a bit more time with. 
I was talking with one of my friends around Christmas and we were talking about being a tourist in our own city and decided that we would create some adventures. Our names both start with M&M, so we called it M&M Adventures. We haven't begun yet, but Michelle, I'm looking forward to it. My business is another category for me. Seeing clients at my home office, going into corporate offices, getting out to networking events to meet new people, teaching bars classes, having bars exchanges here, secret, talking to new people, sharing the products, the business opportunity, going to meetings for this, events. My dog is a big is a big priority for me. Household things are another thing we have to schedule in there. You know, there's cooking, cleaning, and money management. When I first started out in reflexology, I met with a coach, and we decided to do a number of exchanges, and she had me had a look at all this. It was more like a pie shape, and there was the eight different categories. I'm not sure what they were now, but I do remember her pointing out to me that some of the things I wanted to be doing and thought I wasn't, I really was. One area was research, and I thought that meant sitting down and reading something because I wasn't doing it this way. So, therefore, I thought I wasn't doing it at all. Yet I had gone for a walk with a friend, and we were talking about so many things I wanted to be researching. So maybe we are already doing far more than what we give ourselves credit for. Here I was combining exercise, one of my priorities, time with a friend, another one, and research. So as you make your list at where you spend your time, see where you are already doing many things, and again, give yourself credit for it. So often we don't. What are yours? What are your priorities? You know, at the end of the year, I used to write out my year and what accomplishments were, and then I'd list the categories and what I wanted to create. I did this for a number of years, and it felt great. Then one year, I just thought, oh, it feels like more like a to-do list, so I stopped. This year, it felt very important for me to do this. I wrote out the year and all that had happened, which is exactly the energy of it. It felt like it happened to me. Then I went back, and I had another look at it, and I looked for the gift in it. And I wrote out all the different things, the time spent with my mom. I got to spend that time with her. You know, I still was able to grow my business. I still still spent time with friends and family. And once I had done that and looked for the gift in it, I was able to write some things down that I wanted to create and accomplish. Are you a list person? I know I am, and I'm not. One thing I do for myself is set my week up and write it out of what needs to be done, appointments, clients, household stuff, my business. One of my clients had suggested I use a three to five subject notebook to have all things in one place instead of a bunch of papers. I love these books. I have them everywhere and I have them for so many things. (laughs) It's just fun. My everyday life, which is so helpful as I've kept them and recently had to look something up and because I had it in a book. I knew where to find it. So it was perfect. I have them for my secret business. I have them for classes that I take. I do have quite a number of them, but you know, it keeps me on track. And when I write things down, it shows me where I'm spending my time, making sure I'm remembering to do things. Also helps to see me to see if I'm actually scheduling in what I say my priorities are. Sometimes this can be very helpful and an eye opener. I know I've done that recently and thought, oh, I thought that was a priority to me, and I didn't even book anything in for it. If you choose, you can make your own list and see what your priorities are. You can have fun with it. Keep it light. It doesn't have to be something that it's set, set in stone. It's just, it's a way to see, are you spending time with things that are important to you? 
I like to have fun and I like to laugh about things. It's important. Some people say my laugh is, is funny. We, we just like to laugh, especially at our bars exchanges. It's a great time just to come together and be together and laugh. So what all are you going to do with your priorities? Maybe you're going to have some fun with it. Maybe you're going to schedule some time to go out and do some more things. Maybe you're going to allow yourself some space just to be. Sit back and relax. You don't hear of that all that so much anymore. I know I was talking to my sister yesterday and we both said, oh my gosh, we love to sit in the morning and just relax and have a good time. And it's time that we gave ourselves permission to do just that. Stop and be. Smell the roses, as my husband would said. Smell the coffee. Go for a walk. Appreciate the weather. Appreciate the snow, which we did get snow here the other day, amazingly enough. I woke up in the middle of the night on Sunday and uh, it's like, oh my gosh, there's snow out there. But you know what? It makes it pretty. It makes it nice just to, to stop and be. And you know what? It gave me permission yesterday just to stay inside and just hone down on my computer and write out some of the things that I wanted to share with you. And I hope that as I share these ideas and these thoughts with you, that you take some value in them. Are they something that you can implement into your life? Maybe they can, maybe they're not. I know for me, as I take a class, there's always something I can take from it and learn from it. And I'll look at it and I'll play with it. And hmm, does it fit? And I can add it to my life. And I hope this is of value to you, having a look at these priorities and setting yourself up for being the priority in your life. And number one, it's big. And sometimes you have to go back and do it again and again. I know I've committed to me and I've committed to me and then I break it and then I carry on and I come back and I commit to me. And it, it's it's really an ongoing journey of, of looking at how can I nurture myself? What else is possible? How can I just be? I know my son was coming down for a weekend and I thought, oh my gosh, I had so many things to do, but you know, it was just such a nice time out. I allowed myself, I gave myself permission, we hung out, and I so enjoyed just stopping and being. So I would encourage you as you do this is to really schedule in your time for yourself. I love my Sundays or my Mondays because they are my time that I give myself permission just to stop and be or I have my spa day. I love my sauna. I love sitting in my sauna and then using my secret products to exfoliate my skin, make myself feel really good. So what else can you do for you? That would be my question as we think about it is focus on you. It's good to focus on family and your friends and all of that, but focus really on you. And what is possible for you? And if you were doing more for you, what could you be doing in the world? That would be my message. So we will be going to a break very shortly. And when we come back, we're going to just bring this all home where we can create our life as us as the priority. So I look forward to coming back with you in just a few minutes. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. 
Too many times, the medical profession tries to treat addicts with addictive medication. It's like putting them in a chemical straitjacket. This only masks the problem, but does nothing to cure it. The allopathic model for treating addiction has turned out to be a huge failure. The holistic model holds much more promise for treating and curing addiction. On total health recovery, from addiction to super health. Join host Sadhu Khalsa and his guests to learn about treatments and services that work. Learn how to heal yourself and transform your life. Listen Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Health & Wellness. Healthcare has been a major part of news stories today with one thing that has been consistent, inconsistency. Both healthcare providers and patients have to work around and get used to a constantly changing set of rules and issues. Nurses have historically been left out of this decision-making. Listen to Once a Nurse, Always a Nurse, exploring the world of nursing with host Leanne Meyer. Health professionals, we invite you to share your ideas and experiences while listening to experts in various areas of nursing. Listen Mondays at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Health & Wellness. When a woman is diagnosed with breast cancer, it's probably the most frightening thing that's ever happened to her. Friends and family often don't know what to do for support, not to mention the patient herself. That's where Breast Friends Cancer Support Radio comes in. Join Becky Olson and Sharon Hennepin, breast cancer survivors and advocates. They help by providing inspiration, information, and most of all, hope. Tune in Wednesdays at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel and Thursdays at 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Women's Channel. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. You are listening to Healthy Energy with Margo. We'd love to connect with you on the program today. Call us at 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. Or send an email to healthyenergy at shaw.ca. Now, back to Healthy Energy with Margo. Here again is Margo Nielsen. Welcome back to Healthy Energy with Margo. I have a question for you all. Do you still dream? I know for me, I'd forgotten how to dream for a while. My husband had had a buyout at one point and I just thought, oh, it's not possible to do anything. So I quit dreaming. But you know, it's important to dream. Do you know what you even like to do for fun? Or things that make your heart sing? I'm a pretty practical person and I don't feel like I need much. But I also realize it's important to expand my thoughts and and dream. So an exercise that I was given at one of the classes was to get a piece of paper and write 1 to 100. And then write down what you love to do, things you like. It doesn't have to be your bucket list, but you could certainly have some of those things on there. Just write and not think too much. And don't worry if you have repeats. When you have your 100, have a look at the theme. Or the repeats. I know for me, my theme is nature. I love being outside, sitting on our deck, watching the stars come out, being out in the garden, playing golf, taking walks in nature. 
Those things are important to me. They could be things on there as simple as having a bath, lighting some candles, watching a sunset, having a good conversation. Whatever it is, write it down. Don't think too hard about it. What happens if you don't get to 100? Can't think of that many things. That's okay. Keep your list handy. And as you hear people talk or have different conversations, you can keep just adding to them. It's just a place to start to build upon to see what you like to do. Then you take these things into into it and bring them into your life. You might ask, what would be nurturing to me and my body today? What would be fun to do? Another great thing is a vision board. We've all heard of these, I'm sure, where you, you get a vision of your life. Go through and pick out out of magazines, pick out pictures. It gives you a good idea of things. And sometimes you think, oh, well, I don't need that or I don't need that. And I'm very good at that because I'm quite practical. But it is a good idea. And, you know, I've had vision boards over the years where I just looked at mine that I'd made a couple of years ago with my sister-in-laws and found that, you know what, there's a few of those things on there that have come true. So it's another way to bring in different things that might be kind for you. So let's have a recap of some of the ideas that we've talked about today of where you could show up in your life. Is it time to make some changes? Have a look at what your priorities are. So you could sit and write them down. You could sit, you could get out the crappy feelings first if you need to. Write down the things you're feeling. Sometimes they're not even yours. Sometimes we need to have a further look into them. Then look at what your priorities are. See if they match up with what you're spending your time on. It's okay if they don't. All it is is just a self-exploration of just where and what and how we show up. Where do we want to make some changes? Then you continue to ask yourself some more questions. What would it take for more of these to come in? What else is possible? You can schedule in your time. I can do this some days and other days. I just like to follow the energy and what would be fun today. You know, we can make anything fun, whether it's cleaning the house or vacuuming or washing the dishes. For me, I quite like cleaning the house when I have the time. I put on some good music and I sing and just get carried away. And that way I feel good about me and I feel good about my house. One of my friends, Chris Stormer from South Africa, who I'm hoping you will get to meet on our show, she left me with a thought about taking care of our house, that when we do this, we truly bring in the energy of caring for it. And I remember sharing that with somebody, and they thought, oh, that's a good idea. Maybe I could do a little bit more there. So what else is possible? Maybe this week you take some time out and you go and do something. Maybe you've heard some of the things that I've talked about here, whether it's reflexology Maybe a schedule a reflexology appointment somewhere. Maybe there's a chair massage person you could go and have a chair massage with. Maybe it's a massage. Maybe it's a chiropractor session. Maybe it's sitting quietly reading a book. Maybe it's just stopping to breathe. You know, taking a few deep breaths here, there, and everywhere can make a whole difference in your being. I love sitting in my office and stopping and breathing. And doing something that I call an energy pull. And it's just bringing in the energy of what I'd like to see in my life. The qualities, not so much the things maybe, but more the energy of the things. Ease is something I always ask for. Ask for some ease in your life. Whether you're having a hard time right now or maybe you just, you're having a great time. What else is possible? How can you create more for you and your living? 
Over the coming weeks, we're going to be sharing those different topics so that you can get to know more about what reflexology can do for you, what the essential oils can do for you. I love having them diffused in my home. I I use them today. I put on a, a blend just before I got started on the show just to help me feel good about me. And that's what I guess my message is today is, you know, as you look at committing to your life and being the priority, what are the things that you can do? They might be little things along the way, but there's still things that you can do for you. Maybe it's an affirmation that you use. I've got little sticky notes I'm looking at my on my desk. One of the mantras from Access is, all of life comes to me with ease, joy, and glory. And you repeat that for 10 times. And, you know, I did that for a while before this show came along. I did that, and then I added, how does it get any better than this, and what else is possible? And doing an energy pull with another group of ladies, and this is what showed up was this show. So obviously I have more to share than I ever thought I did. <laughs> and, you know, that's kind of fun. It's kind of scary for me, but it, it is fun. And I love to share. So I'm hoping that along the way that as my guests come along, that you will learn some things from us and come back and spend each week. We have 13 weeks together as as the pilot project for this show and I'm really looking forward to what I explore you know this is this is new for me too and I'm I'm just looking at who else can I have on the show and what fun can we have and what can I share with my listeners so that we just truly help each other be the best that we can be you know it's always good to have that support system and somebody when you're feeling down to kind of bring you up friendships are important that way family is important that way and I encourage you to open up to those people and maybe just share what they mean to you. To all my friends that are listening and my family, I love you guys. And thank you. I've gotten messages as I've <laughs> popping up on my phone just saying, hey, you're doing good. And I so appreciate all of you. You know, I've been very fortunate along the way to meet so many wonderful, wonderful people. And just the things that they bring to my life. And I'm very, very grateful. I'm grateful every day for these people, for what I have in my life. I've, I've been pretty darn lucky, I'd say. And I'm happy to be sharing with you some of those things. And what can we create together? Listeners and hosts and guests alike. Where can we be? What can we show? And what can we do for the world and our planet at this time? You know, as we create more for ourselves and do for our, ourselves... We spread that ripple effect out everywhere and we can help change the world that way. And I think that's pretty darn amazing. Like truly what else is possible when we get together and we create together. I'm excited and I hope you're excited too. You know, next week we're going to be having my husband, Peter Nielsen. Yes, I did invite him on <laughs> uh, to share his story. He's somebody who's been a very positive individual, very um, inspiring to me, I guess, along the way. And he's going to share how he utilizes the power of his mind. Until next week, do something for yourself. Be kind to yourself. If you have any questions or would like to connect with me or some support for with me, please, please do. My email address is out there. You can connect with me through Voice America. Let's go out this week and just truly be kind to ourselves and create some magic. 
Have an amazing week. I look forward to next week sharing with you along with my guest, Peter Nielsen. Thank you for listening. Be sure to join your host, Margo Nielsen, for another edition of Healthy Energy with Margo. We're live every Monday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time and 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. What positive energy can you attract in the coming week? 